also in the middle between these these two humanoid bearded uh, creatures is this large mastiff-like dog, essentially. Its eyes are glowing red as coals, and uh, as soon as you the fire bursts up into the room, it strains on its uh, leash uh, and starts to lunge at you as a Zephyr closes the door. I don't think we want to go in there. Why? I'll put my back to the door. Within seconds, the door just bam! That you know that mastiff's on the other side. The scratching and the pounding on the door pushes you. Very large dog. So I'll open that other one. And I'll point like further down the hallway, kind of the direction we were going to another door at the end of it. Saul will go up and try and help hold the door closed. That's not what I said. He asked you to open the other door. Oh. Saul will go over and try to open the other door. Uh, you can walk yourself over to the door. Uh, Zephyr, give me a strength check. Can I help her? 15? Uh, you can, if you okay. want. You're right there. Yeah, I'll help her. I'll help so her go with advantage. 18. Pounding on the door, gets it's even harder. It seems like there's more things pushing uh. on the door, but you're able to push back as Lilith helps hold the door shut. The boards start to creak, and the, the nails that are holding the boards start to bend and warp as these things are pounding heavily. So Do take your time, Saul. We got this. Don't worry. You, you take all the time you need. <laughs> I shut a few front doors in my day. No worry. No worry. Okay, so, so Saul's going to try and hurry up and quicken his pace a little bit here. He's fumbling with the doorknob, rattling it back and forth. Give me a uh, perception check, please. Uh, adjusted 20. As you get up to the door and you g- grab the handle, you hear not only the pounding on the door behind you that uh, Zephyr and Lilith are holding sh- shut, but you hear inside this other room this and you smash and just crashes across the room like things are just being thrown every different direction. Uh, well, um, this this other room here, I, uh, I don't know if we want to go in that either. It sounds like there's something big in there. Uh, <laughs> shit. Well, well, which sounds like the worst thing to fight then, because we really have no other way to go. So take a quick peek, will you? Open the door. If it's one thing, we can go five on one, four on one. But like, there's a bunch of stuffs in here. F- five on one. I am many. Oh, that's true. That's true, Buzz. So Saul's going to try and just crack the door a tiny bit and and look through a sliver of an opening if he can. Okay, give me a stealth. The door is unlocked. 13 for stealth. Okay, so you you crack the door open a little bit and you notice that it's pretty hard to push the door. It's like uh, as you sort of push on it just a little bit because you're trying to be quiet, you see through the crack in the doorway, it looks like there's just stuff all over the floor. And as, as you push the door, it sort of gives a, clears a little area out where the door is pushing. And you just hear the, what seems like things being smashed up against a wall and being moved around. You can see sort of the edge of a desk that's just been torn to shreds. The legs laying off on the ground, the desk has been smashed. I can't see uh, any creature or I can't see what's causing this chaos in here. Not with what you've opened, not as far as you've opened the door at this point now. I'm going to open it a little bit further. Okay, give me a stealth again. Oh, Saul. Eight. 
So you push this door open. As you start to, to push it a little bit more, it sort of gives like you, you whatever was holding the door back sort of gave a little bit and you sort of stumble in and the door slides open like a foot and a half. And the room now is, uh, you're, you can see everything in the room. The room must have once been a study or a studio, uh, but it now lies in ruins. Nearly Near the entry is a shattered desk and the floor is littered with overturned chairs, glass, and other broken bits of furniture. Standing amid the debris is a towering muscular figure with ruddy skin clad only in the windings of chains. The chains are broken or they're still restraining him? No, they're wrapped around him like they're they he intentionally did he intentionally wrapped himself in these chains. They're his they're his own personal chains. You see as you as you slide the door, he's he's picking up this like this uh what used to be a, a, a piece of furniture and he's smashing it onto the ground and you you sort of stumble in with the door as it opens up and he turns and looks at you. He can be reasoned with, I think. So we're gonna roll initiative. Oh. Uh, he's just misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Where's Falzern when you need him? 21 for Lilith. 20. 17. 12. So now he gets six things to fight? <laughs> yeah, this might, have been, this might have been dumb. Okay, now everybody into the study. We'll close that door. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Lilith, you're up first. Right now you're holding the door, or helping uh, Zephyr hold the door shut as... These things are pounding on the other side. You hear the claws scratching on the door. And the door that Saul's at is open? Uh, yeah, it's open about like a foot, foot and a half. And you don't know what's in there yet. You just, uh, I don't know, Saul, you're going to say something when you, uh, what you witness? Uh, oh, oh, he, he sees me. He's huge. Doesn't look friendly. The door's open a foot and a half, and I'm just going to sling a firebolt in there. See if it hits anything. You'll, if you want to throw something in there, uh, you said a bolt, so you need to have some kind of line of sight. Do you, You're going to move up that direction, or are you going to stay where you are? Oh, I mean, I don't want it to hit any anyone in front of me. That's fine. I, I don't. You won't do that, but you'll be at disadvantage trying to shoot it through the door. I'll, I'll move up behind. No, I can't move from the door. I can't move from the door. Disadvantage. I mean, my first roll was a uh, eleven. Uh, yeah, so eleven to hit something. Anything. So, <laughs> uh, that misses. The fire shoots in pat, right uh, past Saul. But now the room's on fire, right? Room. No, it just uh, goes in and dissipates right. into the room. This thing would probably like it if it was. I know. I don't. I'm like a fire slinging sorcerer. It's bad. Bad choice. Uh, Zephyr. So I can't see the big chain guy in the other room. No, you just see that Saul pushed this open and he sort of looks in and then. You know, you hear the the smashing gets louder, and it sort of stops. And he goes, "Uh oh, I think I think he saw me." Into the study, I will fight. What's in this room? You know that if you let go of this door, this door is going to fall. Right. It's it's the hinges are being you know pushed. Whatever's on the other side is is not giving in. Does the study have a stronger door? It looks like a similar door. <laughs> I mean, if the two of you want to, like, I could stay where I am, right? I'm kind of behind or in front of the door that you're bracing. So even if we we can, like, be on either side of them, if we're going to let them out, ultimately. I mean, what the heck are we going to do? 
Unless, you know, two of us go in, fight this guy while the other two try to hold the door. <laughs> I have an idea. We all run back down the hallway and then the door that is being held open right now gets let go. I create minor illusion to create a imaginary wall so it looks like a dead end. So they come out the door, they look right, it's a dead end. They look left, they see this big beefy guy and then they all fight each other. Maybe worth a shot? I mean, it's, if we're assuming that they're not on the same team. Right, I know. What are the odds they're on the same team? Come on, this guy's this guy's a one-man team. He's angry at everything. <laughs> the dog seems hungry. Well, he might be angry because his dog's in the other room being kept from him. Oh, mm. that's... <laughs> oh, there we go. Either way, like, we're fighting all of them, right? No matter what we do. Um, If I cast Spirit Guardians and these... These uh, spirits flit around me in a distance of 15 feet. Will they go through the wall and the door? I believe so, but it doesn't say in the text. Is there a tiny hole in this door I'm holding that, like, I could see a point in front of me to, like, fireball inside? There's a lock keyhole. Like, could I look in the keyhole and cast fireball? Is that, does that work? You're gonna have a hell of a time with the door smashing against it. I'd say you can you can try on your turn. Please don't. Right. Please don't try. Okay. I know. I don't have any spell slots left. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like half spent on slots. Like, yeah, it's gonna be bad. It doesn't say anything about going through doors and walls. Then I'm just gonna rule that it, it needs to be in, you have to be in a 15-foot open area then. Like, I couldn't even cast it in the hallway? I, I would assume it wouldn't work if it has to be a 15 foot radius. You know, to me it reads, so it says they flit around you to a distance of 15 feet for the duration. So I read that as if, like, you could still cast it and in open areas that aren't obstructed up and down this hallway 15 feet from you, like, it would affect those areas. And then as soon as the door is open, it would affect the, you know, like, where the new area is opening. So if I want to hit things in the other room, I have to open the dough. But I, but again, I think like if you if you pop the door open, like if you had spirit guardians going and let them open the door, they would be in the area of influence. Because the radius moves with you, right? When you cast it and you concentrate on it. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's say that I'm going to treat it as a spectral creature that can pass through walls. And we'll make that happen this time. Thank you. I cast Spirit Guardians. <laughs> Whoa, good idea. Whoa! <laughs> cool. So an affected creature's speed is halved. And when the creature enters the area for the first time or starts a turn there, it must make a wisdom save. And I'm going to continue holding the door. It goes to the other creature in the room, in the uh, study. And it comes over... More to where it can see you through the doorway as you're sort of leaning up against it, the doors open, and you see it sort of take its arm and swing, and these chains fly out from its arms toward you, towards the door. All right, so that's going to be a 13 to hit. 15 would be my AC. So this chain goes out at the door, and it hits the door, and it sort of cracks a big... Uh, hunk out of the door, his other arm swings, and another chain comes flying out. Ah, oh, that one's going to be a 22 to hit. It's a hit. You take 12 points 
of slashing damage, and the chain wraps around your arm, the one that's holding the door. Give me a dex save. Nat 20 for 22. So as you, as the chain sort of wraps around your arm, he pulls, and the chain unhooks from itself and slides off of your arm. So you are not grappled. That was huge. If I ever needed a nat 20, that was it. Huge. And Saul, it's your turn. The biggest, the hugest. So that hurt. Um, Saul's, Saul's reeling a little bit from that attack. He looks back at this big beast, looks back at the party, and says, um, I think I've got an idea. Follow me. So he runs back down the hallway past Zephyr, Lilith, and Buzz to the corner. Everybody to me. I can't let go of this door. I'm going to try and get them to fight each other. Give me one second, honey. Uh, aren't they on the same team? Yeah, what she said? Well, I, I don't think you can hold that door forever. They're coming out one way or another. Don't leave me. I'm, I'm staying right here. Wasn't talking to you. She was talking to me. I love it. <laughs> I, I won't. <laughs> As he's riding down the hallway, I'll never leave you. I won't leave you. <laughs> when you cast Spirit Guardians, does that make a attack on that turn? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it's um, when something enters the area for the first time or on its turn. Every time it's the thing that's in the area's turn. So that's a 16 save. 16 saves. And a 14 save. So the DC's 15. So it's uh, 17 points of damage, so the one that's saved takes half 17. Okay, so give me a strength check as the door gets pushed yet again. I'm going to do opposing strength checks. Do I get advantage since Lilith is still helping me? Uh, if Lilith is still helping you, yeah. I mean, it's not my turn yet. Uh, 19. Okay, he has 17, so you're good. The door stays shut. Next creature also uh, pounds upon the door. All right, give me an opposing strength. 20. Dang. So the door cracks again, and the, and the hinges you see as it punches out of the door, the hinges that are into the threshold in the wall, it the bolts start to come out, but the door holds solid. I can't hold this much longer. All right, Buzz. Buzz is like seeing Zephyr... Just imagine Zephyr has got like one arm pinned against it, and Lilith is like struggling against it. But Zephyr makes it look different. Lilith's got her booty up against. Buzz this is thing. like she to himself. Maybe she's the queen. <laughs> and Buzz will follow Saul, and uh, yeah, Buzz will just retreat um, back to Saul. I guess that's it. With the doors shut, we move down the line back to Lilith. Alright, Zephyr, we're gonna have to run. Give ourselves some more space, honey. Alright, you first. So, I'll use my action to dash. Oh, he's just rocking that way. <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm in the middle of the, the statue room now. Just, like, gonna wait and brace myself for whatever, whatever Saul's plan is. <laughs> Zephyr. I am going to open the door and utter a divine word. I don't remember what my divine word is, but I utter it now. You gotta make up a word. 
Help me. My brain is done. Fuego? Al dente! <laughs> Al dente, yes. It's called Word of Radiance is the spell. This is spicy. Okay. Each... Oh, that's it, spicy. <laughs> spicy! Each creature that within five feet of me must make a con save. Con. That's a nine for the first one. And the second one is a 19. Uh, so the first one takes 12 points radiant damage, and I will back up the hall towards Sol, staying in between everybody and the things coming at us. As soon as you open the door, they're right there on you. So you cast the, the spell, and then when you move away, you're going to get an opportunity attack. From one or from multiples? So there's two of them that were in the same space as they were beating on the door. So you're going to have two opportunity okay, attacks. Okay, I'm still moving, yeah. All right, so the first one. I hope Saul can get this uh, wall up before they come out and see him putting it up. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on The Good <laughs> 22 to hit. That's actually the one that is using its glaive, or it's actually it's called a Koresque, which is actually like a... Uh, halberd, sort of, it's like more like a spear that has two side spears, more like a trident, but the smaller ones are sort of stuck off to the side, and you can use it to, to stab, or you can use it to like grapple and pull. Oh, huh. ugly. So that one does 13 points of damage, and then the mastiff tries to bite into you. That's an 18 to hit. Damn it! Yes. Emily, you look like you took it so personal. <laughs> so you take you take five points of piercing damage as his teeth grab into your leg and bite down, and then another five points of fire damage as flames sort of come from its breath around its teeth and into your leg, sort of cauterizing the wounds it just caused within you. So is that two or three con saves for my spirit guardians? So it's just one. Just do one. Oh dear. It's one attack. Yeah, but she got hit. She got hit twice, though. Oh, you did get hit twice, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, give me two con saves. I got ten, and an eleven. Yeah, you're good. You can maintain concentration. Woo! We need those guardians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we hit everything. Next up, so this guy in the study calms down and goes back to sleep. Yeah. He's all tuckered out. Okay, so he gets up. Where's Pam when you need a lullaby, you know? Runs into the hallway, sort of smashes the door open as he goes through, knocking it off the hinges, running down the hallway as he sees the uh, mastiff that was biting into you, and you pull your leg away and start running down the hallway. He gets into about the middle of the hallway right next to him, and it doesn't look like the other creatures are uh, surprised to see him. (laughs) (laughs) No. These chains lash out at you. So they're not surprised to see that the their lifelong enemy was being housed in the room <laughs> over because they already knew um, he was there. The uh, the <laughs> radius from the Spear Guardians is 15 feet, so it looks like he has stepped into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just about so to ask let's, that. Let's do, let's do his attacks first. Surely the Spear Guardians could kill him. <laughs> I mean... I think the spirit guardians need to go first because if he goes first, the spirit guardians might not be there by the time he's done. Mm-hmm. Chip away a little bit at a time. 
I'll give you that. So then we're doing a con or a save, right? Wisdom, wisdom save. Yeah, DC fifteen. That's a four. So he failed. <laughs> well, What's the damage? Right. Sixteen points of radiant damage. Okay, now he can take me out. Okay, so he's gonna attack. Chain flies out from his arm. Sixteen to hit. He misses. Nah, he gets nothing but shield. Clanging off your shield, his other arm flings out. Another chain leaps from his arm. Um, that's a 19. Oh, that one gets me. That is 14 points of slashing damage. And give me a dex save. Oh, that's a two. So the chain wraps around your leg and links in as it's holding you. On your turn, you can do uh, try to escape the grapple. But for now, you are grappled. With advantage, because your hands are free, it's on your foot. You can reach down. <laughs> That makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, con. No, Not no, the con, Jake. No. Ooh, 21. Okay. Hey, that's okay. it. That's it. That's the stuff. Saul. Well, uh, my plan has fallen apart in front of me. When was that ever good? You can still illusion them, maybe? I don't think minor illusion is going to work on these guys. They could be dumb. Like, really, yeah. really dumb. They probably are, but... Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're wise. They're also bold and not afraid of things. I'm going to cast Chill Touch against this large beastly creature that is hanging on to to Zephyr. Uh, 23 to hit. Oh yeah. So it takes uh, 12 necrotic damage. If this happens to be an undead target, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me until the end of my next turn. And so this ghostly skeletal hand just appears and grabs on to its arm and hangs on. All right, now this door is open. So this creature, he is also within the 15-foot radius of... Now, does that... That's on any creature, so yeah, that he has to make a save, right? Correct. Uh, 14. Did not make it. He takes 12 points of damage. Radiant. Mm. Okay, so the he takes his glaive, swings it, at you. That's a 23 to hit. Four. It's only five points of damage with his first attack. Then his beard sweeps up as these needles sort of dive into your into you if it hits. No, I don't so, like that at all. That no. is a 20 to hit. This isn't the acupuncture you wanted. <laughs> Luckily I rolled very low, so it's five points of piercing damage. And give me a con save. Five. Okay, you need a 14. So you are poisoned. Oh, good. Uh, you're poisoned for one minute. While poisoned in this way, you cannot regain hit points. The target can repeat the save at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. That's brutal. Okay, well, I have to make a con save for the spirit guardians, too. I got a 19 for the spirit guardians, so they're still flitting. Phew. We got this. Uh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> have 11 hit points. The next bearded foe comes out standing over top of the other one, swinging his glaive ac- across and over the top as a 10-foot reach. Um, that's going to be a miss, though. That's going to be a 9. Yeah, that misses. Whew. I duck. Not close enough to attack with his beard. Good. But, <laughs> but there's always you a but. see him, he spits into his hand, creating this ball of fire. What? 
and the fire burns in his hand and he throws it at uh, Saul in the area of Saul. So each creature within a 10 foot radius must make a dexterity save. So that's uh, everybody but Lilith. Uh, 16 for Saul. 13. Uh, You did not. Passing you to 14. 13. Saul, you should have gotten out of my way. Everybody who fails takes two points of fire damage and four points of necrotic damage. If you did save half as much. Down to five hit points. All right, Buzz. I I, I honestly can't do anything in this hallway because Saul didn't move his skinny little ass out of my way. Uh, I can't really get... Uh, You can move past him. Yeah, but I, I can't move past the enemies. So the only thing I can really do is kind of peer around the corner and I'm going to cast Entangle in the hallway. So I'll put it right behind the uh, this devilish chain man. So it makes a 20 foot square so it'll, you know, position it so it just reaches Zephyr. <laughs> and mm, yeah. grasping vines kind of sprout out of the stone in, in this hallway. And anybody in the area can make me a strength saving throw. DC 14. Start with the two bearded fellas. Strength. That is a 16 on the first one. Second one. That is a 18. And the chain guy. 20 foot square gets four out of six. Ain't bad. That's not how the song goes. <laughs> What's this? How's, what song? <laughs> two, 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 two out of three. three. Ain't bad. <laughs> um, okay, and the chain devil. Ooh, the chain devil that rolled a one. Hey, so. all right. Uh, and it would go into the hallway, like down into the room too. Um, right, like it's a twenty foot cube essentially. Is what it is. Twenty foot square. Sorry. I mean, I, obviously Buzz can't see what's happening down there, but it would sprout up in that in that area. But anybody that fails, so a creature is restrained, and a creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against my DC to free itself. Otherwise, that's it. I mean, it makes the area difficult terrain, but, like, the Spirit Guardians are already making a difficult terrain, so... Unfortunately, that doesn't stack. And there's no damage, it's just... No, it was just just to try to hold something in place. That's about all Buzz can do. Uh, And I think Buzz will just stay... Well, he'll retreat five feet after seeing the the spit thing <laughs> the vines the whatever's grappling is that's just on the ground right it's not filly no it's not it's not these flying creatures the spine devils um one of them can make it out flies over top of the mastiff and in front of the chain devil uh and is going to attack with uh, his spine, his tail spine. Um, and it looks like it's going to attack Zephyr. That is a 20. That, yep, but it's... Uh, no. Four points of damage. <laughs> Plus... You, you have one hit point left. You're already poisoned, right? Yeah. So, oh, no. Yeah. So we're good there. we got to do poison on your next turn. Did the devil make their uh, wisdom save? Your guardians are still going, right? Like you didn't lose Yeah, the guardians are still going. So the new thing that came in needs to make a wisdom save. Plus your 17. That makes it. So it takes half. Half a 13. I mean, you're the only one putting out damage right now, ever. <laughs> Not for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and the other spine devil is still too far back to do anything. 
the um, Mastiff uh, still can't clear the hall, so it can't do anything. So now we're back up to the top. Lilith. Help! <laughs> Lilith, we're dying! I failed to see how this was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of fire spells. <laughs> Only fire spells. I can do some necrotic damage. That's helpful. Uh, it sure. seems like they can too. My 30 feet of movement can put me right around the corner behind Saul, between Buzz and Saul. And because I can see a point in range, I'm gonna fireball the crap out of this hallway. Better than nothing. Where where are you placing it? Well, that's what I was gonna read. It is a 20 foot radius. I'm gonna burn my vines. Is that in the spell text? Everything and just do a deck Everything save. that isn't being worn or carried <laughs> burns. Yeah. I'm basically um, going to target behind the. What is this guy in the in the back at the corner? It's the chain devil. The chain devil. So like behind the chain devil, perfect twenty foot sphere there should hit all five of them. Sorry, Buzz. Got a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. Zephyr, get out of there! I'm trying. It's a deck save of 15, and uh, full damage is 32. Sorry, 36, 36, because my fire elemental affinity, and it is fire damage, but... So that's a 21 for the chain devil. It's 18 halved. <laughs> the 9 half yeah. again. <laughs> possibly. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but possibly. I know. It's, a ri- it's like all I have, Maybe so. not all of them. Maybe not all of them. If we die, we die, but yeah, I gotta trap. Yeah, we gotta put damage. We, we gotta put damage down for sure. As an 11, so he failed. And died. And just keels over. Let's do the two uh, bearded guy. He failed. Dex, that's a 15. That was the save, right? Okay. So we had the chained devil. You said that. So he takes 18 points of damage. Does he, though? <laughs> does it look like he does? <laughs> he doesn't look like he enjoyed the fire. The ball of flame right behind the chain devil explodes as this burst of fiery energy burns through on onto his back as he pulls his chains, one still attached to Zephyr, as she feels his pain and his arms flowing back, sliding her a little bit towards the uh, bearded devil that's that's in front of her. As the flames shoot down past in the hallway, it burns through the wings of the spine-covered devil as it falls to the floor yes. in a mass of burning flesh. And it's, it's moving around, you know, screaming in pain as it, as it slowly dies. The metal bearded devil in front of it turns around as it, as it hears this explosion and it just obliterates him as his, as the flames shoot through and burn his face clean off as he falls down against the other metal bearded devil. He, however, turns and sort of blocks the uh, the flames as they shoot right before they get to Zephyr, taking some damage, but but still standing tall and raises back up again. Uh, now we're going to Zephyr. So I can try to save against being poisoned and grappled. <laughs> Get rid of the poison and I can heal you, but... Okay, poison first. Saul can actually remove the poison effect, but there are other things he could do that might be more... I don't know. 
Give me a con. 17. Okay, you're good. You needed a 14. Okay. Now, grapple. 14. You need a 14. You pull back as he as he gets hit by this fireball. The chain sort of sort of droop for a second and pull tight again as it pulls against you and the chain comes comes unraveled as you pull yourself out. Then the effects of the poison dissipate. And that's the end of my turn, correct? That is it. That's all you can do. Tis all I can do. Alright, the chain devil. As it gets burned and it pulls its chains back, it looks over top of these other creatures in front of it, sort of pushes the uh, corpse of the spine-covered devil over into the hallway out of the way, moves up closer and once again tries to grapple you. He used to make a wisdom save first for my spirit guardians. Alright, wisdom save was a... 15. Uh, He failed. Give me the damage. 19! Kill him! Kill him! Because otherwise he's gonna kill me. First attack. It's a 23 to hit. Zephyr's down. Lilith can pray for your soul, but she can't revive you. So that's a 11... 15 points of slashing damage. Then his second attack, he will... He sees that you you go down as he hits you. His chain hits you and it just busts into your, into your chest and it pulls back out and his blood squirts. You fall over and he comes back with his other arm and swings the chain at Saul. That's probably not going to do it. Uh, ten to hit. No, sir. All right, so the chain smashes up against the... clanks up against the wall. Normally, something like this would scratch down the wall as it, as it slings out, but you notice the wall takes no damage whatsoever as it ricochets off and misses your head, sliding back over into his arm. Saul, your turn. I see that uh, Fireball was... No. I think it's more important to try and... Heal Zephyr. I don't know. Kill him! Kill him! You hear Zephyr. <laughs> As she goes down, she says, Kill them all! I was like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Unconscious. Not quite okay. dead yet. Alright. Not dead yet. With Zephyr's last unconscious wish, <laughs> I will cast Fireball, sort of trying to mimic exactly what Lilith just did. I wanted to... Um, erupt in a point just far enough away so that it won't catch Zephyr, but I'm trying to catch all of the enemies inside of it. So, uh, deck saves all around. So everything passed. Yeah, the DC was 15. Yep, everything was over 15. So give me your damage. Damage. 38 fire damage. That's one of the best fireballs I think I've ever rolled. That is an amazing... (laughs) You, you just needed right some friendly 30s. competition. Maybe we should double fireball all the time. The bearded devil burns this time as your fireball scorches in and around the chain devil, who also is t- sort of puts his head down behind his chest as the fire erupts from his back, burning you know his skin as it bubbles. The bearded devil just erupts in flame and falls to the ground. Can you imagine what this hallway smells like right now? Right. <laughs> Barbecue. Surprisingly chicken. Surprisingly like chicken. Tastes like chicken. Where the bus? Okay, uh, looks like there's some room here now. I'm going to run. I sprint past Lilith, Saul, Zephyr. Until I'm right, in, Stand on right chicken. in front of Zephyr. Stand on the burned chicken here. 
Uh, and I'm going to lean back. Lean back to Zephyr. Pop off a Cure Wounds for 11 hit points. As much as I could Ooh. give you. As Zephyr's eyes open right after Buzz cures her light wounds, brings her back to consciousness as suddenly the hallway fills with the sounds of this high-pitched whistling of wind as the walls start to crack and letting in this sort of orange glow of light as the holes open up you can see beyond this landscape that looks like a desolate land that's has lava pouring down from these black inclined mountains as the dust and dirt hits sort of hits you in the face you see that the floor starts to get these fissures across them and opens up with the orange glow emitting from from down on the floor and the chain devil falls into one of these openings grabbing onto the the flooring trying to, to pull himself back up his allies run over to grab on and hold him as best they can as he sort of gets sucked down into this other world that, that you're seeing before your eyes as the hallway starts to burn uh, away almost like the walls are burning away like fire on paper he starts to lose his grip pulls falls down into the pit dragging his allies with him as the fissure in the floor closes sort of bisecting their bodies leaving this blood stains upon the floor the walls also start to seal back and, and move around as the, the light shines in. Suddenly, they all shut, and it becomes eerily silent. What was that? You didn't do that? Did one of you do that? It was not me. Buzz? I did nothing. Uh... I mean, I won't complain. They're dead. That's fine. Let's... No, no, that... that in the nick of time, but... But could it happen again? Yes. We should We should get out of here. We perception checks, please. 19 for Zephyr. 16. 16 for Sol. Oh, savesies. 16 for Lilith! Oh! No <laughs> Y'all suck. <laughs> you all hear uh, from the... the room that Saul had opened the door and, and the chain devil came from, you hear the sound of uh, someone walking and, and the, the room was sort of a wreck, so it's things being pushed aside uh, as coming to that door. Ready yourselves! So Saul quickly puts his finger up to his lip. Shh! Shh! Everyone quiet! The door opens and uh, you see this imposing figure, this large female warrior clad in ebony plate armor with all these intricate designs, a horned helmet, you know, serrated vambrises, and this this massive-looking uh, female warrior that has this large sword that hangs on her side. Her face is framed with these blonde tresses that peek out from behind her helm. She has sharp and cruel eyes. She walks into the, the hallway, looks down onto the floor, and sees the remnants of her former minions, and sort of scoffs for a moment and looks up at all of you, eyeing each of you one by one, stopping on Saul. You! You could be useful. We don't have a lot of time. And she says, follow me, and turns and starts to walk back into the other room. Who are you? Uh, useful in what? 
Time for what? What's going on? Are you really me and him? She doesn't respond to uh, all of your questions as she walks into the other What room. are van braces? <laughs> are you asking her or are you asking us? No, I had to Google that. I did, I've never heard of that word before. They're like bucklers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, at this point, my mental picture of all of your mental pictures of the armor of Kalara is just bucklers. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a buckler is. A buckler here, buckler there. It's just covered in bucklers. <laughs> I got a buckler for my buckler. <laughs> Saul quickly like glances at the others and starts to walk forward and follow. I, I don't see any other option. We might as well follow her. D- Lilith, go after him. Uh, okay, let's go. Yeah, Buzz will follow. So as she's walking through the uh, the room, the looks like an old uh, office for those of you who didn't come in here before. This has been torn to shreds, uh, you know, big desk and uh, shelving and paperwork and everything strewn about. Sort of difficult to walk around because it's just been destroyed and thrown up all over the place. She looks back at Saul and says, uh, "What are your abilities with the arcane?" Well, I. Uh- I'm, I'm a pretty quick learner. I have a fair bit of natural talent, actually. Very well. And she walks in through the room into a small hallway that leads to a smaller room. This way. We got talent, too. I will get closer to the hallway where the small room is, but I will not go into it. So this uh, chamber is sort of, it's an oddly shaped circular type chamber with sort of curved walls and the ceiling's completely covered in these intricate sigils that sort of glow with this dim amber radiance. Uh, The floor is featureless with the exception of this woven mat that's right in the middle of the floor. She has laying there beside her on this sort of rickety desk that looks like she may have drugged from the other room. This large tome laying on it. She's looking into it, and she pulls Saul over to it, and she says... I believe this is the way we can leave this place. So this uh, female warrior, does she look like she would belong on our plane of existence, or does she look more like she's come from somewhere else? You can give me an insight check, I guess, anybody that wants to. Twelve. Fifteen for Lilith. I'm too far in the other room to pay attention. So there are, you know, there's nothing physical about, I mean, other than the fact that you know, that she has what looks to be horns and, and sort of wings on her on her back. Uh, but this is not uh, necessarily uncommon to different types of races that you've seen. So you're not sure. She, she could be from somewhere else. I got horns? So she seems very, uh, like she's wanting to get something done here. She doesn't want to have a sh- much of a conversation. She's just asking you, as she points down at the book, what do you make of this? It looks like... The writings are sort of difficult for you to understand. It, every once in a while you see a word or a symbol that you might have come across in your studies, but this looks like very high-level magic, something from a, a great wizard might have uh, once written in sort of a code. I, I can't really say. I, I can only make out small bits and pieces here and there. It, it, it seems quite advanced. How did you get here? What do you, what do you know of this place? She looks over at the others first, and then back down at the book, and she turns a few pages, and 
you see like an image of a crystal that's sort of floating on the page along with some other archaic type words on it. And she says, this is the room, I believe. This, the power source of some type. I believe if we can meditate or somehow use this writing, we can control the next place that we go. Open a portal, maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Where where we go? I'm... Excuse me? Where, where are you hoping to go and where do you come from? This is, this is not important. If we don't do something soon, we're all going to die. Do you not feel it? Do you not see it? Why are we going to die? The chamber, this place, is collapsing on itself. We have very little time. My name is Nassandra. I don't mean to be rude, but we have very little time here. I have found my way here, and I need to find my way out, and I assume you're all in the same situation. Well, yeah, but we gotta uh, shut the portal down. We gotta, like, put an end to that. What portal? You've seen a portal? No. We're looking for one. You wanna come with us? I believe I've been everywhere in this chamber, these chambers. There was no crystal anywhere? There is a crystal, yes. High on a pillar, but I don't think that that has anything to do with being able to open a portal. It's the power source that keeps this thing together, and it's failing. We can either stabilize it, or somehow figure out how to get ourselves out. I was hoping this man, and he looks, she looks over at uh, Saul with some kind of bit of disdain, would understand what this meant. Apparently not. Where is the crystal? She, she steps back and looks over. Does any, the rest of you, any of you understand these writings? I mean, I'll take a gander. If anybody wants to go over and do an arcana check. You also, who's all in the room right now? So put yourself where you want to be. Lilith rolled a three. She's uh, dyslexic. <laughs> Never did much care for reading. Buzz is going to probably be sticking pretty close to Zephyr. So Zephyr isn't fully going in the room. Buzz will be like behind her or whatever with her. Lilith's in the room. So Lilith and Saul, as you are looking at the book, you get this sort of this feeling that washes over you, almost like this relief, like you're exhaling and just getting a, a breath of fresh air inside of your lungs. And you start to, uh, to feel very revived, almost like you've taken a, a, a long rest. So you gain the benefits of a long rest. Dang. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Emily's face right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm taking enjoyment out of it. Every time. Every time I get all cautious because something bad's gonna happen, then something good happens. Oh, I got all my sorcery points back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So Lilith, uh, sorry, uh, Saul and Lilith, neither of you could decipher this. Uh, Saul, as you you can, you flip through the pages a little bit more, and at the back, you do recognize some of the writings. What languages do you speak? Common, celestial, and primordial. Lilith speaks common, draconic, and infernal. <laughs> so therefore, you, as you're flipping through, and with uh, Saul. You get back to the, one of the pages in the back, and in Infernal, you see some things written, sort of broken. It basically says, the vessel of endless waste, 
requires a gem of the utmost quality. The vessel is maintained lest the hideaway fall. Vessels cannot be easily accessible. Protect it. Hey, uh, I have like a fourth grade reading level, but I'm pretty sure this <laughs> infernal bit here says that the vassal of, 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 of endless waste requires a gem and then like if the gem's not there then it yes that's that's exactly what i yeah, said it's... so someone took the gem if you think you can somehow keep this crystal from collapsing then by all means go and she says it's down the hall you know and she sort of describes that first door that you guys have passed up uh, a while back you tried to get in across from the uh the laboratory yeah, across ah, from the laboratory. The, the room where we ran away. Son of a bee. <laughs> she says, would either of you like to try? I believe if you, if someone sits on this, and she points down at the rug and says, you must want to leave the place. You must somehow have a feeling of wanting to go to where you want to go. Why don't you try it? I have. It does not work. But based on the writings, it should. Maybe I just do not have the skills. I don't really feel like splitting up with my friends before we go to this laboratory with the big floaty thingy. And she looks out into the hall at, at uh, Zephyr. Anyone? Hey, this room feels really nice. You guys should come take a load off in here. When she says anyone, I just stare at her. I will attempt this. Be careful, Buzz. Buzz is going to get onto this little rug that's where he needs to sit. And uh, he's fairly well-versed being a monk uh, in, in uh, the art of meditation, I would say. And he is going to think very incredibly hard. This is the thing that he's wanted his entire life. Is He wants to be sent to his queen. Very selfishly, he's going to take this opportunity and try to get the one thing he's only ever wanted. So as you're sitting there, I assume just sort of cross-legged in a meditating type position. Mm -hmm. Swarm just kind of lazily buzzing around him. Give me a intelligence arcana check. Do I get any advantage? No. <laughs> With an arcana of minus one, I got a nine. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I need a constitution check. Ah, frig-a-dig. A two. <laughs> so as you're sitting in this on this rug and you're you're doing everything you're you're doing everything you can to peacefully meditate and get what you want, go to, to find the queen, and you get this pain in your head, almost a like a stabbing sensation as you start to weaken and feel tired and you take one level of exhaustion. And it doesn't seem to work. Okay, so Buzz does this, and he tries his, his meditation. And, John, can I get you to roll me a d4? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Wait a second. This chick, Who's a DM? Nisandra is one, Saul is two, Lilith is three, and Zephyr is four. Okay, it's a three. So Buzz opens his eyes, comes to you, and the first person he sees when he opens his eyes is Lilith. 
And <laughs> yeah, he's racked with exhaustion. <laughs> I have found my queen. It worked. Oh, honey, I don't know. <laughs> it worked. I have been sent to my queen. Why didn't you tell us you were the queen? Hey, 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 hey. I was... I was the parade queen back in Richmond in 19... You know, <laughs> it's been years. Uh, that works for me. Good. Congratulations, Buzz. I'm so happy for you. Oh, Zephyr, that hurts. That hurts me, not Buzz, but that hurts me. I'm not like a hive queen. I'm just a pageant queen. Right? Yes, you are the one. All right. Lilith looks freaked out. <laughs> All this interchange is happening. You see Nassandra. She sort of angers her, gritting her teeth, and she goes over and sort of pushes you off of the rug <laughs> and says, Go deal with the crystal then. You're of no use to me here. And you see her sit down and sort of uh, get her, you know, cross her legs and like she's giving, uh, you know, trying something again. Away with you. I didn't want to stay here anyway. All right, all right, all right. Shall we go find the crystal and see what's up with that? Let's go back to the lab. Yes, I think so. Let's let's go. I'm not sure this is going to work. I don't I don't understand it. Um, and as you're walking there, uh, again you see these cracks start to appear on the wall. Small little cracks, when the, and the light sort of shines through, and then they sort of close back up as you're going along. Uh, and you hear as they open up the the wind. And you can feel, like, the ground shaking from time to time. It's not as bad as it was on the other hallway, but you can, you can see these things are happening as you move along. And as you get to the door that was previously closed and you couldn't get through, you see it's sort of busted in half, almost shattered in the middle, like something that uh, one of these fissures has possibly went through it and, and broken it free. So the door is easily pushed open at this point. I don't know why you had so much trouble with this before. And I'll push it open. <laughs> Smart ass. Hey, she's a little bit of a bitch. Yeah, she is. Okay, so this opens up into a, a short, uh, 10 foot long hallway and turns to the left. Goes down another few feet. This is also sort of lit by what looks to be magical orbs that are sort of floating uh, about. As, as most of this place is filled with. But this also has torches that look like they're magically uh, ignite when the, you guys come through the door. Uh, before we go in the door, I am going to cure wounds because I just remembered I'm a cleric. I told you that room felt real nice back there. Uh, Buzz will lead the way and enter this little uh, L-shaped hallway and turn a corner. Give me uh, nature, maybe? Is anybody skilled in um, mining or anything or any type of underground cave? How about let's do let's do survival. Saul's pretty decent at survival check. Uh, Zephyr has proven she's not. I got a 10. 18 for Saul. And 11 for Buzz. So, eight, so Saul, as you're walking down this hallway, based on sort of the room sizes and things that you've noticed as you're walking around. This should actually almost be ending in some kind of room. Uh, the stairs lead up beyond it. This would take you over top of some of the other uh, areas that you've already been. So it's sort of like this has, has a multi-leveled space, but it doesn't seem right. It seems like it's spatially wrong. I think I'll just continue on, even though it seems unusual. 
Okay, so as you reach the top of the steps, you enter this circular chamber, which is sort of lit softly from overhead like the hallway. Uh, on one side of the chamber is this pew-like stone bench. Um, on the other side of the room is a small round table. On top of that is a silver tray with two metal flasks. On the other side of the room is, are these two large towering metal doors about 20 feet high that are covered in ruins and have this oddly carved faces, this metal in metal, of some otherworldly looking creatures. What in the world could that be? Do I recognize any of those runes or like symbols? Give me an arcana check. Do we recognize any of the faces? Give me a history check. My arcana is 13. Uh, you're not familiar with them, no. Hmm. Anyone else? My history is a nine. Uh, no, it doesn't look, those faces don't look familiar to you at all. Arcana for Saul is 21. 21, okay. Uh, as you look at it, you don't, you can't read or understand what they are, but you do recognize these are similar symbols to what you saw in the book. This has been a Sounds of Steel production.